0: Dustin Sullivan and this is our newest episode from Blanchard Valley Center where we are empowering and educating through advocacy.
1: And I am Acacia Brown filling in for Nickelongo. We are continuing our series of keeping it real and are coming to you with another interview.
2: So I will let them introduce themselves. My name is Whitney Crawford. I am the mother of Hawk Crawford and he was diagnosed with autism.
3: And I'm Quinn Crawford.
0: I am the father of Hawk Crawford. I like that name. It makes me think of A.J. Hawk. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes, yes. Thank you. It's great to have you all on the podcast today. Today we are going to be talking with our guests about their journey through life so far, some struggles they may have encountered, but also all the success along the way.
1: Thank you for joining us today. We'll start off by having you tell us a little about what Hawk's
2: disability is. Hawk was diagnosed with autism. Um, he was diagnosed at two and a half and Hawk's autism is just one part, part of this incredible little boy that we have. Um, he just doesn't define him and it just makes our family better and we're just excited to be here and just to talk about it more.
0: How was pregnancy? Was anything different or difficult yeah. during pregnancy? Was Hawk born full-term?
2: Pregnancy was a little more difficult. Um, definitely was a lot of sickness, morning, day, and night, constantly. Um, little did we know he, he'd be a challenge from the, the get-go. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we're very grateful, other than just, you know, all the sickness. We're grateful for, other than that, a healthy pregnancy.
3: I know the ultrasounds, he was measuring larger in the head and shoulders, which we monitored throughout which is ultimately why we decided to go a C-section route. Um, And again, with her sickness, uh, she was on promethazine for a good amount of the time during her pregnancy, just to be able to do day-to-day rituals and everything, routines.
1: When did Hawk display signs of autism and what were they?
2: He was officially diagnosed in August of 2021 at two and a half years old. We did first learn about his autism though in June, earlier in that year. We went through the Help Me Grow program with Blanchard Valley, and they helped us uh, see the signs of Hawk's autism then.
3: Well, they were. We had actually seen signs prior to um, being introduced to the Blanchard Valley Center. Um, we took him to our doctor, and she kind of ran a wouldn't say test but she went through a sheet and we kind of answered some questions and there were some indicators of which hawk was not doing so we decided excuse me to pursue it further and um, that's when we decided to reach out to help me grow and have evaluations and ultimately come to a decision of having him
0: tested and coming to that diagnosis how is he with his peers or siblings? Does he interact with them?
2: He does. Uh, we've definitely seen in at least the year, year and a half, the transition and the um, steps Hawk has taken with interaction. He does very well with his family members and his cousins of his age. He, the more he sees somebody, the more he interacts with them. He has a baby sister who's one and he's very kind and sweet with her. Um, We can only say great things about Hawk and how his progress has been with just the social interaction slowly but surely. Um, He's enrolled in a daycare, and he goes to school at Blanchard Valley here, and his teachers just show tell us there's just more and more positive signs and more interaction every day with him.
3: He's uh, very affectionate, too. He loves being cuddled. Mm. He loves touching eyelashes. (laughs) He is probably one of the sweetest boys ever and you just see the kid smile and you can't help but smile yourself he's just it's he's beautiful in every way
1: well it's obvious you love him a lot yes yeah yes he's, <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. he's our world
1: is he at his developmental age level for speaking
3: um not right now he's not he's nonverbal, but i am continuously pushing dad, dad, mama, and baby <laughs> on him, and he's he's starting to get the syllables and everything and revert them back to me. So we are seeing a lot of progress in that department, and um, I think it's only gonna continue to get better.
2: And also, recently, his teachers have noticed um, him signing more. Mm-hmm. Mimicking was always a hard thing for Hawk. Eye
3: contact was and also very difficult, but we're
2: we're making leaps oh, yeah. and bounds with the mimicking and the eye contact and mm-hmm. just him paying more attention and focusing to us. So it's great. He's learning more signs to help him with his communication journey yeah. too.
3: And it's all great. while looking at, he's using his eyes to look at your mouth also to, to be able to absorb that information.
0: How did that make you feel when you found out Hawk had a disability? Um.
3: Speaking on myself, um, I've been through, so to say, uh, life-altering car accident when I was 16 years old, where I was I was paralyzed from the neck down for over a week, and I was actually paralyzed from the waist down for over three months. So, speaking on adversity, um, it's it's something that. You can handle it one way or another you can either take it head on or you can just accept it i chose to take mine head on with the support that i had behind my family and friends and everybody else and the doctors telling me saying hey whatever you have from this week is what you're going to have for the rest of your life i said okay i took it with a grain of salt and i said i got something else i'm going to do something else so Hearing Hawk's diagnosis, I ultimately said, okay, where do we go from here? How do we help him? And we searched and we came to ultimately where we are, but I don't think having a a diagnosis defines somebody. You you make it what you can and you go from there.
2: And um, I know on my part as a mom, I think when we found that out, my world just kind of stopped for a minute. I, uh, very, very honestly, I broke down. I was scared because I was scared of all the unknown. You know, I had no idea really what was behind autism and what would be coming in the future for us. And I know as a parent or anybody who you love, you don't want to see anybody who loves have to go through more hurdles than what they have to or struggle. So I think as a mom, all those fears came rushing in at once, because we, we worry about everything at one time. Things we can't in control. So I took that time, adjusted, got through it with the help of Quinn. Like Quinn has gone through some incredible things in his life. And together, um, he helped me back up. And it wasn't too long. We were hit the ground running. We wanted to do everything we could. We wanted to be educated ourselves, get Hawk into what we had to do. But. Um, Hearing that at first, obviously, it's it's mentally it stopped me for a second, but it didn't slow me down because I was ready to give our son whatever he needed to be the best boy he could be. Mm-hmm. For sure,
3: and especially attacking it early. We've heard because I know I have friends who have children that are autistic, and they say early intervention is the best way to go about it. And I've always they've always been more than willing and open to my questions and concerns and stuff like that. So. And it's just, I mean, the community, huge. Pe- it's huge. People don't realize it until you have some uh, son or daughter who is challenged. And it's just an open arms community. And it's just, it's a great thing.
1: It's great that we have those communities around, especially more these
2: days. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. The, the resources is just oh, wonderful. Resou- yes. We'd be lost.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always a good thing to say, Nothing defines you because that's how I feel about stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, just because I'm, just because you have a disability doesn't mean you shouldn't stop trying. Exactly. Correct.
3: Yep. And just because you don't have a disability that, like, you wouldn't have known that about me if I didn't tell you. Yeah. I mean, disabilities
0: do not go, I mean, it's just not, you can't just see them, you know what I'm trying to, Yeah. yeah. What is the biggest challenge that you face today, as parents of a child with Autism? Um.
3: Oh.
2: I, I know, God. I guess, on my standpoint, sometimes I like to get ahead, ahead of myself and I'm like, what, what, what's, what's he going to be in five years? What's he going to be in ten years? Like, I get ahead of myself and I need to slow down. And um, I appreciate every day now and all the little things he does. They're actually huge things. Mm-hmm. I um, Some days, I, uh, the, one of the biggest challenges for me, sometimes I feel like I didn't give it all as a parent. Like the day got busy. Um, we had to run around and do things. And I feel like sometimes I parent-shave myself. Like I should have sat him down so much longer to work on some therapy sessions or, you know, writing, playing, just things we need to work on. So sometimes I think the biggest challenge for me as a special needs parent is giving myself grace that it's life, Some yeah. you know, there's going to be better days than others. Um, but I'm also, I'm just grateful.
3: Um, some days are harder than others, obviously. Um, I just think about taking day by day one day at a time yeah you can think about the future and stuff like that and have goals um, but shouldn't necessarily have them in concrete I mean it's always good to look ahead and take the small victories where, when yeah. you can um, and then take the steps back when when they're there but ultimately keep pushing forward and
0: keep your head up
1: gotta have parents. faith <laughs> parents
0: have a lot of that's one thing about being a parent you always have lots of responsibilities yep there's never a day where parents are not busy right yeah and with two children
3: (laughs) the more children you add Mm -hmm. the more it is yep
1: are there any current challenges hawk is working through right now or challenges he has overcome that you or doctors didn't think he would ever do
3: um well going backwards uh hawk started walking actually very early. He started actually walking when he was nine and 10 months and was running at 10 months. Like he skipped crawling. So when we were hit with that, um, Hawk is Autistic, it kind of threw me off. I'm like, well, how did my child start learning to walk and run by 10 months? So um, the the things that we're kind of working through right now, that that we're really working through right now is the attention span, the communication, the sitting down to play and keeping him focused. Um,
2: yeah. yeah, I agree. Um, just taking those baby steps to uh, play with toys more. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's always been one that he's just not really into toys or books. loves so his music. He, he loves his music. He does love his music. And his, his physical is, play. Yeah. So we're trying to put Together, the things he's good at and the things he needs to work on together, and you know, just try to improve that. And like Quinn said, going a little backwards, communication right now is our biggest thing. And with school and daycare, we're seeing positive things between the signing and getting uh sounds of letters out okay. and saying dad, dad, mama. So,
3: and there's just sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but there's times where we can tell he's being three, yeah,
2: like <laughs> he's three,
3: we can talk to him and he'll look at us, acknowledge it, and then give us a grin and then run away or something like that. So it's hard to, it's kind of hard for us to what? be able to differentiate what is autism, autism <laughs> and what is a three-year-old, three-and-a-half-year-old, so to say, because we have three-year-old nieces and nephews and stuff like that, and we see how ordinary they can be, so, yeah.
1: To continue listening to Hawk's story, click part two. Part
0: two of Hawk's story. How is your support system? Who helps you? Do you have any problems with finding a babysitter?
2: Um, well, first and foremost, our support system is our backbone. Um, I don't know how anybody could do it without a support system, whether yeah. it's family, friends, friends who are like family. Um, I know it all starts with Quinn and I being there together with, for each other. I mean. You, you have a partner, and you never know what life's gonna throw at you. And life throws something at you, and it's like, all right, we can do this, and we can do this together, and we're gonna help each other and work through it and be the best family we can be. So, I think first off, Quinn and I support each other so much because, you know, we know firsthand. Um, other than that, our families are all local, and they are all wonderful. Um, I couldn't imagine our success. You know, being what it is without Quinn's parents and my parents and um, his brothers and family and my brother and even aunts and uncles. Just like we, what we said earlier, the amount of support, even just in the that we find, is I don't know. I just it just almost moves me to tears. It's overwhelming. It is, yeah. And I
3: mean, the fact that everybody wants to learn is yes, overwhelming and it's it just shows how much Hawk is loved by having your family want to learn more about him to help him to be able to understand him and how he learns and
2: we're all in this together yeah we're
3: all (laughs) in this together and our family is everything it's everything and they're
2: and then the friends who have come out you know mm -hmm. we've you know have our friends with them when you're going through something Mm -hmm. your friends really come out even more and our other friends are like family to us yep it's just, yeah, I think it just almost like moves Quinn and I to tears just talking about it, that we couldn't do it without them mm-hmm. and how much we appreciate and love them. So shout out to our, our friends and the Crawfords and the Kaufmans and everybody else in between.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> and babysitter, no. not. I mean, everybody is more than, you know, always raising their hand to um, come sit, watch Hawk and he's got his little sister Oakley. And so again... <laughs> We're never short on help. No. <laughs> it's great.
0: <laughs> That's what I like about Finley, Ohio, Is they're so supportive people with disabilities. Yes. Mm-hmm. Very.
2: Yeah. We have learned that in our short time of being special needs parents and still learning that today, just mm-hmm. everything It's available. a great
0: place to live and raise family. Yes. Part.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: amazing you can
2: all be there for each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very grateful every day.
0: Where is Hawk now? Is he going to school, any
3: programs? Yes, Hawk goes to the Blade Valley Center here. Um, He is three days a week right now. And um, he uh, has been going to daycare at the Maryland Center, uh, Birch Haven, for about a year now, over a year. And he was going three days a week there also. And he received therapies out there um, through the uh, Help Me Grow program, and
2: he's just excelling. Yeah, I mean, we just couldn't. It, yeah, we're just very thankful for again the educators, the therapists, mm-hmm. um, the kind caregivers that you know love him like he's their own. We mm-hmm. I just had a teacher tell me yesterday how much she loves and cares for Hawk and seeing his progress. Just makes her day, and so you know, as parents, that's all you could ever ask for is having somebody who cares about your child just as much as Mm -hmm. you do. So, yeah, he's in some great programs,
3: and he's in a speech therapy program. Yes, yes,
2: we're taking him to uh, another speech therapy program on On our our own too on Fridays to. Grace
3: speaks. Yeah,
2: and it's fun. It's fun for him. It's called Grace Speaks. Mm -hmm. It's a great program,
3: (laughs) and it's
0: local.
2: Yes, local. <laughs>
0: There's a lot of stuff out there that people don't realize. Don't yeah. Know. Do you have any words of wisdom for parents with a child with a disability?
2: Um, I know the first thing I think of in my short journey personally is a uh, give yourself grace. Um, I think we put so much pressure on ourselves to be super mom, super dad, super you know caregivers every day, all day for them. But we're all human, and I think you're going to have some better days than not. Um, don't get discouraged, especially right away when, if you do find the news, you know, it, it only—it's it's only going to get better, and you're going to adapt, and you're going to excel, and I think you'll be really surprised. And um, I find Hawk is such a blessing to us because Hawk has taught us so much, as people and parents, Hawk has taught us how to appreciate so much more. So many more little things, like his successes. I mean, would kind of be no big deal to somebody else, but to us, it is huge. Um, We just appreciate so many more little things now. And I'm really grateful Hawk has come into our lives for that. God gave us Hawk because he knew we needed Hawk as much as he needed us. For sure.
3: And another thing is just take everything day by day. Yeah. Just slow, easy. Don't overwhelm yourself. Have goals, but keep them reasonable. And just don't, don't, you can, you're going to get discouraged. You will. But that's when you just reset, refocus, and Tomorrow. continue moving forward. Tomorrow's another day. <laughs> positive.
1: And I'm sure Hawk sees your love and put in an effort as well.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's like I said, that smile of is it's, it's contagious. A, it's infectious. It, yeah, it's, it's it's amazing. Especially when you can make him giggle and laugh and
2: anything else bad that's happened get a good in hug our day from him? Our day is totally made when we see him smile and yep. everything else doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm or reminded what really matters in life with our Hawk and our daughter, so. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Is there anything else you would like to share about your family, Hawk, autism, or his support system?
2: Um, I think as a parent, I'm finding more of a purpose with, with having Hawk in our lives with um, autism and raising awareness like Quinn touched on earlier, is something you physically maybe cannot see. So it's kind of harder for people when they see Hawk out and is um, stimming, and they just kind of wonder. But um, so far the reactions have been nothing but positive. And if somebody does kind of have a question, either they approach us or we approach them and let them know, and it's great. So um, I think on that personal journey, I'm learning how to be more of an advocate for autism, and just special needs in general.
3: So... And one thing, when we got Hawk's diagnosis, we kept it from people. Um, we kept it in our family at first. And like, after a few months went by, I was... That's not what we should do. We should let people know. And I decided to make a Facebook post about it, and I... Let the people that follow me know. And I think it kind of opened up some other people's eyes because then they came out and said, Oh, my child has autism also. And people I didn't even know that were my friends had children with a disability. And I didn't want to necessarily shelter Hawk from, or shelter his diagnosis or anything like that. We weren't ashamed of it, we're not ashamed of him at all.
2: I think it just took a while for us to process. We wanted to get our feet under it as parents first.
3: And I felt that people should know. People understand and they accept. So, um, (laughs) I'm at a loss of words. Um,
2: I think being vulnerable helped Quinn and I and our family move on to this next step of our lives. I mean, we were ready to share with the world once we got a grasp on it, we felt comfortable with it. And I think being vulnerable is very scary at times for anybody. And uh, the support, like Quinn said, we've received is just... Oh, the overma-
3: it was overwhelming amount of support that we received after, after I made that Facebook post. Um, people reaching out, hey, if you ever need anything, hey, if you have questions, get a hold of me. It's just, it's unbelievable. And I know other people made Facebook posts, like I said earlier, about their child having... Autism or a disability, because I think I kind of stood up and said, Hey, it
2: nobody is, is just part of our family. Yeah, it's this is just our a family, f- yeah,
0: <laughs> and we're not ashamed of it.
2: And then we know there's plenty more out there, so mm-hmm.
0: I think we are out of the questions. Do you have any other comments that you would like to share with us?
2: I just thank you for having us yes, and thank, thank you, you for bringing, you know, awareness to disabilities in the area and we're just very grateful to be here <laughs> very
3: grateful we appreciate you guys' time and for letting us be here thank you too for coming thank
1: you we want to thank you for taking time out of your day to share your story with us and the listeners this concludes today's episode of hello handcuff stay tuned for more stories and keeping it real coming soon remember to follow blanchard Valley center on facebook and instagram And hello Hancock and Instagram to never miss out on the action.
0: And remember, inclusion is key. Bye. Bye.